Welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. At Camp Chioka, it has been our mission for over 50 years to lead campers into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ and each other. These conversations share the heart of our camp family in efforts to lead us all into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Hi friends, welcome to season two of the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. It is our goal to encourage believers to remain as campers students to the Lord year-round because the things he wants to teach us are not limited to just the summer season. To do so, we will be hearing from our generational Camp Chioka family. Camp Chioka opened in 1967 in Calhoun, Louisiana. Our summer camps are for elementary through high school campers and we offer seasonal retreats. Our facilities are also available for rent and you can learn more at campchioka.com. I'm your host, Megan Harkins, a counselor here at Camp Chioka. This place is where I have built authentic friendships, I have laughed and danced like never before, and I have encountered the Lord in absolutely life-changing ways. I'm so excited to share in these conversations that happen on our 100 Acres of Holy as you get to meet some of the people that have touched my life in such deep ways. Our first guest on season two of the Christian Youth Camp podcast is John Luke Robertson. He is our camp director and expert party planner. He's a believer that camp is the real world as God once intended for us to live in. From Camp Chioka, John Luke has discovered meaning in all aspects of life. God is just as intentional during our school days and lawn mowing as he is during our prayer time. I love working for and learning from John Luke, so I hope that y'all are blessed by this conversation. We have Executive Director of Camp Chioka, John Luke Robertson, this morning. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for employing me. <laughs> Thank you for being employed with us. <laughs> so I wanted to start with your main vision for camp is that camp is the real world. Can you mm. explain what that means to everyone? Um, yes. So camp is the real world was the first thing that our professor said to us whenever um, on the first day of class. So I went to... Liberty University in Virginia and studied Camp Outdoor and Adventure Leadership, um, which is basically all how to run a summer camp, everything about summer camps. And my professor, um, his name's K.O., Keith Oglesby, he <laughs> started a camp in Texas called Carolina Creek and in 15 years started from nothing to 15,000 campers, raised oh, wow. millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, expert camp director and all things and he um felt like he grew his camp to as big as he could possibly do it and wanted to train um young people to direct and so he moved to liberty and started this camp outdoor adventure leadership program uh first day of class we walked in he wrote camp is a world world and what he means by that and what i mean by that is that everything is Everything we see in the world right now and what we call like the world, chaos, sin, um, bitterness, anger, all of those things is not actually what God intends for the real world. The real world, the world that God is creating, the world that eventually everything will turn into is what heaven's going to be like is going to be a world of peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, a place where people of all walks of life, diversity come together, a place where people share and are honest and love each other. And that is the type of culture and world we're creating here. 
And so I think that a lot of times people come to camp and say, like, oh, it's going to be so hard when I go back to, like, to the real world. But actually, that's, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Yeah. I think this is the real world. It's, that is going back to the fake world. And when you go back into that, your whole goal should be turning that into the real world. Yeah, heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Bring heaven on earth. I love that so much. And just saw how true that was last year being a counselor out here because we're not a bells and whistles camp. Mm -hmm. Like when I explain to people what we do, I'm like, no, we literally just swim and play basketball and play gaga ball. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that, it's just very relationship focused. And that's Mm -hmm. reminded me that the real world and our ultimate purpose is relationships and Mm -hmm. just simply being with people and enjoying their presence. Yes. And then... Something that was so funny to me that you said last year was, you're like, I'm a camp director, so I'm, like, the jack-of-all-trades expert of none, but you're basically, like, a professional party planner, mm-hmm. so what, to you, is the importance of planning things for people to gather around? Um, well, I think part of, part of, like, planning a party is, one, just to bring people together and create this space for joy, um, but in the other sense, it's, uh, it's kind of the evangelical style of Matthew. So Matthew in the Bible was a tax collector and sinner of sinners, everyone hated him. Jesus came and said, you know, follow me. And Matthew repented, gave up his old life, followed Jesus. The first thing that Matthew did right after that, because he was wealthy, he had a huge house, was through a party. Brought all of his friends together (laughs) and basically just said like, this is Jesus. And he, even though he personally had only been following Jesus for such a short time, he wanted as many people to meet Jesus as possible and create this space, this party, where people could come together and actually experience him. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's what he did. And I, I feel like that's in some ways the same as me. I, I know Jesus and I love Jesus and I want people to experience him. And one thing that I know I can do is throw a good party. <laughs> and so that's what I do here. Yeah, that's what's cool, talking during staff training about the different, like, mission styles, Mm -hmm. is we don't have to be good with words, we don't have Mm -hmm. to be good with all these things, but we can just invite people in, and, like, seeing you do that well, and seeing your whole family Mm -hmm. do that well, is really cool. Um, So, kind of switching gears, just your lifetime at camp growing Mm -hmm. up here, what is your main takeaway that you've learned spiritually and in all of your life? Um, My main takeaway, the word I I keep coming back to at camp is uh, meaning. And seeing the meaning in every every aspect of life. Um, this was something that my the camp director who was here before me, um, David Bromley. This is something that he uh, he said a lot and and really coached and trained me on. Um, he said everything we do here, we want it to be meaningful, and that's how he led here in all of the activities, the games, the spiritual activities. He didn't everything that was done was done in a way that it wasn't just flippantly like, oh, we just are going to swim because that's what we do. Yeah. It's actually like has meaning behind it. It's putting people in a new space to talk and things like that. And so when I think about camp, I think about like, like it may seem, it may seem like arbitrary, like sit in the swings or just like have free time or the country yeah. store. But in every single thing we do, we intentionally build in like there is a reason behind it there is and it's to build relationships and that's something growing up for camp that I learned a lot like I got to see God not just in 
worship or a speaker or things like that that I got to see God in the like in dodgeball and yes. see God in the swings and see God in the pool and in arts and crafts and creativity yeah. and all of these different ways that like made me do who I am today. I love that so much because I haven't thought about it a ton, but just thinking logistically through the schedule right now, I think of, okay, showers, our whole cabin goes at the same time and all mm -hmm. the girls sing songs in there. Yeah. Like showering and before dinner, we could just go to the gym and pray and eat, but like we all meet as one at the box mm -hmm. first and like have that unity before we walk to any other activity. Yep, exactly. So how has seeing, how has seeing meaning in activities here changed the way you see life outside of camp? Um, I mean, I think it influences every aspect of my life outside in being, um, in doing things that are meaningful. Yeah. You know, I think that it's really easy to just like look up and then like, what did I even do this week? Like, <laughs> you know, and I, I filter that, that lens through the TV shows I watch and the books I read and the things that I go to in my thing in sense of like, okay, like, I'm not just going to like turn on a show and just mindlessly let it play. Like I want to take this experience and make it meaningful. Yeah. Even if I'm watching something that's fun, I'm going to think, okay, like what are the lessons I'm learning from here? What, how is this influencing my mind? You know, and things like that. And that plays out with people, with, um, with church, with the way I do business and the places I go to, even in, in the sense of like where I get coffee every week like I make sure I go to the same place I make sure I know every barista yeah. when I go to the restaurant I know my waitress and like she knows me we talk and I make <laughs> that every experience meaningful yeah. in that way I love that so much and it reminds me of that quote you shared I think it was from like a detective tv show or something mm -hmm. um and just what you took away from that and Mary Kate was like I didn't know you were thinking about that while we were watching this tv show mm -hmm. but it was so good and it was so beautiful because you took this quote and brought it to camp and how it applies to our lives here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So kind of going like from meaning and just different meanings we have in our day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. Now you're a dad for almost a year, eight months, right? Yeah. Eight months. Um, yes. How has that changed the meaning of your life like day-to-day? -day? Oh my goodness, radically. It, it It's weird in the sense of like, I don't feel like I personally have changed a whole lot just becoming yeah. a dad. Um, but definitely the way I see things has changed I think before I was doing camp because I loved it and I had a great experience here. So I wanted other kids to experience it. But now like having a son, I see the world so much bigger now and the sense of like what I'm creating and building here is the world that my son is going to grow up and live in. Yeah. The people that I'm bringing to camp to work here are the people creating the culture that he is going to grow up and live in. And so it makes, going back to meaning, it makes every every single thing so much meaningful mm -hmm. in that I know whatever I'm doing right now is what my son's going to experience. And even in his life, but also his friend's life. And like, I want to create a space to where his friends can experience Jesus and yeah. be on fire for Christ and so he can be on fire for Christ. And I want his friend's parents to be involved with camp yeah. so they get on fire for Christ and they know like, oh wow, this is so good. And then, like, so he is getting wisdom from them and his coaches and just seeing, like, everything I'm doing in much, in such a bigger way of, like, 
I'm building this world for this next generation. Yes. That's what's so cool to see is already just how much we love and adore him. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to see John Shepard grow up yeah. um, and be at camp and just watching, especially the guys interact with him. And yeah. like, they're just going to love him so well for mm-hmm. so long. Um, so being a dad, like finding meaning in camp and all those things, our mission is to grow campers closer to God and one another. Mm-hmm. And you just express that vision like directly for John Shepard. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean to you? our mission and like where does that come from um that has been to grow kids closer to each other in christ that that's been our mission from the very beginning that was the original the original mission of camp and i feel like you know camp so impacted my life of that i i made my best friends here i me and my wife were here together and um and i also like so many things that i know about God and Christ, our relationship with Him all came from here. So I so experienced that mission that I've just taken it to heart, and that's what I want to do for others. Yeah, I love that. And talking to, I think it was Jackson and Ty yesterday, were saying, I just kept coming back, and I really didn't love Jesus, uh-huh. but I was just attracted to it. So the meaning in the activities works mm-hmm. because now they're here, like for as long as they could possibly be uh-huh. here, they want to yeah. stay. Yeah. And then I know there's been lots of changes and things with directors over the years mm-hmm. and you stepping in and wanting to make camp better and just give the best experience for campers as possible. Mm-hmm. How do you view change in relation to things like this and places like this in relation to God? Well, I think that I think that change in general, change is not always good, but a lot of the time it is. Yeah. And um, And one thing that I always say when I'm changing things and the things I, I talk to my team about changing things is that whatever we change, we're not changing it to make it different. We're only going to change things to make it better. And so if we see there's a better way to do something, then that's what we're going to do. He <laughs> just came flying One in of here. our better things With, next time yeah. will be locking the door. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. He came in here. So hot. Connor was ready to pick up his Narnia books. Oh, over he there. was. He was rushing. Music so the door is now locked. Yes. The changes. Yes. <laughs> but continue. Um, change. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think it. I think it's always good. One thing I always think about. This is just one of the many sayings that I have and live my life by. Um, but don't tear down the fence until you know why it's there. And so that's something that, like, when I think about the things I'm changing, I'm I'm going to get to the heart of why is this the way it is before I change it to make sure I'm making it, I'm actually making it better mm. and I'm not just opening up a whole lot of problems. Because um, I've done that I've experienced. I've been like, oh, like, why do we do that? Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's do something else. And then all of a sudden, like, it compounds and compounds and there's yeah. things you didn't think about. So um, I think change can be can be really, really good. Uh, and I think for things that I'm doing now, like, you know, coming at it in a way, in a humble attitude of even the things that I'm building that I think are really good, like making it to where someone can change something, Yes, you know, that's something I respect so much about you as a leader is that you want to hear everyone's inputs and, um, just really value that and like getting different ideas on the table, mm-hmm. but also knowing God's best for us hasn't already happened. And mm-hmm. just because something changes doesn't mean it was bad before. Mm-hmm. It was just like for that time and season. Yes. So then 
If you could go back and tell yourself anything before becoming a director, what would you tell yourself? Ooh, that is a, that's a <laughs> tough one. Anything before becoming a director. Um, you know, it's funny. It's, it's funny because I, I think about, like, all the same things that I tell counselors on how to be a good counselor with their campers is a lot, has a lot to do with <laughs> being a director. Yeah. Um, I think of like if I was speaking to um, if I was speaking to future counselors or directors or any kind of business leader um, and thinking about myself, I would say um, I would say always let me think of how I want to phrase this. <laughs> um, I would say your presence is, what do we say to counselors? Like, always be there. Your like, presence, just be. Just be. Just yeah. be there. Just be there. I think that a lot of the problems I had my first year directing was really because I, instead of, like, taking that extra step to, like, physically be with somebody, I, we just had a phone call or I just sent email or text mm-hmm. or something like that, and I wasn't physically there to, like, have that hard conversation or like see what was going on yeah. and then problems compounded from there. I just think it's so, so important to just like, just the power of like physical presence with somebody yes. to just observe, see their face. And I think there's so much understanding that comes with that. Yes. I go in the staff room every day and like read on the door out to the gym where it says the job of the counselor is to be, and it says be a listener, be a friend, mm-hmm. just be all these things. Like, be a camper alongside them mm-hmm. and that's what makes the best impact mm-hmm. so you're kind of like a counselor alongside us but you just counsel mm-hmm. all the counselors <laughs> yeah and then i know it's probably sometimes gets lonely out here like in the middle of the year mm-hmm. um with a smaller team so what do you want to tell yourself when you're missing the campers and the counselors a couple months from now that's really that's really good question too it's really funny here like c- camp is such a funny job because it's like nine months of just like quiet and then three months of just absolute insanity. <laughs> insanity. And so there's like so much time and you're making decisions like six months in advance. Like you're like, okay, we're going to have dinner at six. And then it's like, you got to wait six months for the gratification of like knowing that's a good decision. Yeah. And so it's so easy to like get in your head of like, of like, okay, like maybe we should change this again. You know, yes. but I think it's just being confident in what you're doing. Be confident being in thinking of like campers in that way of like confidence, like, okay, like this is really, really good. And yeah. not letting yourself get into the trap of like, well, maybe we should change it. Mm-hmm. You know, like only changing things, kind of going back to that, like only changing things for, to make it better and not just to be different. Yeah. I know it's super easy to get in your head about any decision. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure when it's that far in advance and there's months to wrestle with mm-hmm. all the little things that we can forget, like the big thing of why we're here. Oh, yeah. And then one last thing I wanted to hit on, because this is being recorded in June, we have no idea, like, what will be happening right. in the world when this is released. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, praying confidently for camp to happen in July. Mm-hmm. But what is kind of your heart that we talked about last night behind why we're so insistent on camp this summer, if it can at all happen? Oh, yeah. So we... I feel like in the world right now, there's like there always has been, but especially now, and especially now that we're seeing it more with social media, just the unrest and the chaos and 
the anger and and uncertainty of what's happening in the world, I just so feel like that is why camp is important. You know, I always talk about like when you see Jesus, a lot of the time when he was in the crowd, he would then retreat to the lonely places. Mm-hmm. And that's where he would speak with God. And throughout the entire Bible, you see person after person going into the wilderness, going into the lonely places to experience God. No distractions, no technology, getting out of everything that's happening to just focus on God. And that's what camp is to so many campers. And I feel like right now it's just so important. And so from the beginning, three months ago, when we knew camps were, camps all over the country were already canceling, we knew at any point the governor could say, like, you're just not having camp and we'd have to shut down. Yeah. And myself and my board prayed about it and we decided if campers want to come here, we are going to make it happen for them. Yeah. If parents feel confident enough that their kid needs, their kid's spiritual health is more important than their potential physically getting this virus, then we need to provide that space for them. And we're going to do whatever we can to make it happen. And so, I mean, we have changed things. Like, every week it's we're having camp, we're not having camp, we're having overnight camp, we're having day camp, we're moving yeah. sessions, just over and over and over again. Things are changing. Um, but, I mean, I don't feel any I don't feel weary I don't feel any different than I did three months ago because I know that what we are doing is good for campers yes and that's just such God's providence is that we're supposed to be here in July we're supposed mm-hmm. to have staff training and he just like arcs obviously already know what was gonna mm-hmm. happen right um but when the Bible says let your yes be your yes and your mm-hmm. no be your no when mm-hmm. y'all said yes three months ago we're yeah. gonna keep saying yes mm-hmm. which I just like admire and respect and appreciate so much because camp is for the campers mm-hmm. even when we get that thing up our nose three times <laughs> yes. Yes. like we did this morning mm-hmm. but thank you so much for joining us today I'll pray us out yeah. if you're ready it's been awesome God, thank you so much for Camp Chioka. Thank you so much for John Luke's leadership. And thank you so much for our campers. Lord, we pray that they remember year-round that camp is the real world, that we were made to live in the garden. We were made to live in union with you. Lord, I pray that they would live in environments of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. God, I pray that their hearts would just overflow with those fruits um, so that they could be that piece of heaven wherever they go. God, I thank you so much that this summer our yes was our yes and that we are able to continue praying and loving um, our campers from afar. And we just pray for them throughout this fall, throughout the school year, that they would stick confidently to you and that their eyes would be set only on you. God, we thank you so much for the meaning that you instill in everything. We thank you that you are present in all things and that you are loving us through all things. God, I pray that our eyes would search for you in everything, that we would see your meaning, that we would see your work, that we would see your glory and your goodness. We love you so much. We trust you, and we're praying for our campers, and we love them so much. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, John Luke. Do you want to sing us out? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I need a guitar. I need a guitar. This is something I wrote. This has been the Christian Youth Camp Podcast featuring Megan and John Luke. We have worked so hard to be here and we are just glad that you're too. The
Christian Youth Camp Podcast. Christian Youth Camp Podcast. Christian Youth Camp Podcast. We love you so much. Thank y'all so much for listening. Since the kingdom is not built in the media room, it is our hope that you take these ideas into real life conversations with friends, family, and the Lord. Be sure to find us anywhere you can scroll at Camp Yoga and live knowing that you are loved. <laughs>